Welcome to Teach Languages Online, a podcast dedicated to bringing you the best advice about your online teaching business. I'm Lindsay Williams, an online language teacher from the UK, and I'm your host. And we're on the third week of our episode focus cycles. This episode, we're on the hidden stuff, which means my recommendation this time round is the Online Teaching Marketing Masterclass, the online course from me to you, focusing on promoting your brand online when you don't know how. Find out more at lindsaydoeslanguages.com forward slash O-T-M-M. Now let's get into today's show. One thing that I've noticed a lot lately is about the question of where to focus your promotional efforts when you're teaching independently online and a big place for that and a big answer to that question, Facebook. But to say, get yourself on Facebook isn't good enough advice because there's a bit more to it than that. So today we're going to focus on one aspect of that and compare Facebook pages and groups. And hopefully you'll finish this episode knowing which is your best option for your Facebook promo. Ready? Let's start with pages. So your Facebook page then, this is the one that's more public. It's a bit like a storefront or a shop window. So it's almost like a display of your business that anyone can see. You have more control over what's posted and shared. So, you know, people could write on your Facebook page, but you can definitely set the settings so that only you can. So it could be simply a place that is curated of things that you've decided to share, which is what I'd recommend if I'm honest. And what can you share? There's quite a few options. So it depends, I think, on how many followers you have as to what options you have. But these are most of the options that I have on mine. So I'll read these out to you. So firstly, there's the option of a standard text post, okay? And uh, you can then also have photo or video. You can do the check-in that you can do on Facebook. You can do product tagging. So if you've got your products listed on Facebook, you can tag them and have them connected in that way. You could conduct a poll on your Facebook page. So you can ask people something perhaps about your um, teaching, something maybe, you know, oh, what do you want to learn or what do you struggle with? Something like that. You could also do a Q&A, which is pretty cool. You can share your feeling or activity. So that's the things on Facebook where it says, Lindsay does languages is learning languages, those kind of things. Live video. And this is something that's really, really just more important by the day, it seems, when it comes to your social media promotion. You can create events as well. You can also create offers, discounts or deals. And you can post job vacancies as well. So, you know, just a few things, (laughs) nothing too serious. So really, as you can see, there's a lot that you can do with a Facebook page. And this is, like I say, this is the public side of things when it comes to your Facebook promotion. The way that I would recommend using a Facebook page is to really show the fact that you have a presence and that you exist online. So it's about just giving people a glimpse into what you're about. Perhaps this is a place where quite simply, you know, if you feel like, oh, I don't want a Facebook page, I don't want the hassle of having to share stuff every week and, you know, reply and all of that stuff. I haven't got time for that. What I would recommend in that case is to actually get a Facebook page, get signed up get it there, get it listed, because it is one of the top ranking websites on the internet. So when people type in your business name, 
Facebook, if you have Facebook, will come up as like number two or number three website. So what you don't want to happen is for you to not be there and then in the meantime for someone else to come along and perhaps even use the same name as you and then, oh, they're coming up when people were searching for you. So they then find that person instead. Does that make sense? So that's not what you want to happen. So even if you don't want to actively use your Facebook page, I feel like it's almost second to a website in terms of your online kind of visual presence of who you are and where you are and what you're all about really. So definitely get one even if you don't intend to use it and just use it quite simply as a place to post the links to your latest content. So your blog posts, your podcasts, your videos, whatever it is that you're creating to promote your online language teaching and also to promote what you actually have to offer. So, you know, once in a while you can share posts on there about um, how people can learn with you, how people can find out more and buy your products, buy your services, that kind of thing as well. Don't be afraid to to promote. And that, that applies to all social media as well, because, you know, at the end of the day, people know that, yes, you're helpful. Yes, you're giving them something valuable and worthwhile, but you are still a business. So, you know, you don't want to lose that among everything that you're doing. OK, then. So that's a little bit about Facebook page. So what about Facebook groups? You've probably heard so much talk about group page, blah, blah, words, words, ah, confusing. So what's the difference then? Well, a Facebook group, you have three options here. It can be public closed or secret personally i recommend closed so closed groups they're the ones that people can see that the group exists on facebook but to actually see what's in the group what's been posted in the group they have to join they have to request to join and you can have it set so that you can be almost like a, a the guy you know opening the golden golden velvet rope at the entrance to the nightclub right <laughs> so you can have people request to join and then you can let them in so this is quite good because it can help to keep things feeling a bit more exclusive I guess you know a little bit more like personal and, and kind of engaging and, and it's a bit like a private club really to be honest if you have a closed Facebook group and the main difference other than that so that's the first thing is that this isn't necessarily unless you choose to go for a public group this isn't a public facing image of your brand this is something that people have opted into to see okay so you know this does mean that by that stage, generally, people will know a little bit about you, about your brand, about who you are and what you offer. So you might find that your tone changes ever so slightly. Maybe on your page, you're a little bit more formal and maybe in the group, you're a little bit more casual, a bit more friendly almost, right? I know that I find this personally myself. And the other big difference then is that anyone in a Facebook group can post unless you change approval settings and things like that. But generally, you, you do want it to be that way. You want it to be that anyone can post in the group. So it makes it much more of a community that you're creating. So you're not just creating a curated page where you share your stuff and you tell people what you're doing and how amazing you are. This is a community that you're creating here. This is something completely different really. And you know, you can post some of the same things. So maybe if you have a new blog post, you would post and share about that in both your Facebook group and on your Facebook page. But generally, I think if you have something that's a bit different, 
that you're sharing in in both of the two places that would give people a reason to actually join the Facebook group in the first place. So what can you actually post? And then we'll talk about what to post in a minute. So these are the things you can post in a group. It's a little bit different to the page. So you've got the standard, the text, photo, video, the check-in, the poll, the supporting uh, non-profit thing, which was on the page as well. Um, GIF as well is an option there. You can also ask for recommendations, which I think is really cool. And I've noticed people do this in my um, We Do Languages Facebook group. People have done this before where they've said, oh, I'm studying Arabic, looking for some beginner textbooks. And if you post it as when you've clicked ask for recommendations, the post will come up looking slightly different, which helps to make it stand out, which is quite interesting. You can also tag events that you've created. So you'd need a page to create an event and then you can tag that in your group. And of course, live video. And you can also add files, which is quite interesting. So I think Facebook groups have now developed into a very, very useful place when it comes to hosting online courses and communities as a sort of private extra place to connect because of this, all of these extra features of adding files, you can organize things into units as well. So if you're teaching a course, that can be a really, really helpful element to that. But because of that big difference that anyone can post in your Facebook group, you are going to want to consider setting some rules and maybe setting aside a bit more time to monitor a group more regularly than perhaps you would a page. So that is something to consider when it comes to having a group over a page. So what should you post then? Well, I think it helps if you have some regular topics or ideas or themes um, because this is really helpful to speed up your own planning process, but it can get repetitive, of course. So you wanna keep it fresh. You know, you wanna make sure that it's still interesting. It's not exactly the same thing every day or every week that you're posting, but maybe you have a rotation. So for example, in my Facebook group, We Do Languages, on Saturdays, I have four alternative posts. So that's, you know, more or less one a month, depending on how many days in the month. Like we mentioned already, you want to be using your Facebook page and group, if you have both, to link to your new content as it's released, your new content, your new offers, your new uh, products and services. So people actually know what you're doing and they can connect to that and see click through to your to your actual website so that's something you want to be doing but also don't be afraid to link to your old content as well so you know don't feel like oh well that blog post went out three months ago and five people read it so that's it forever you can keep sharing it if it's useful if it's what they say in the biz evergreen then this means that you can continue to share this if it's something relevant forever right but it's not just about you you also want to think about sharing a percentage of other people's stuff as well so that you don't just become me 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 yes people are there they've liked the page because they know who you are they like what you do but it's also good from time to time to support other people like you other online teachers other websites other companies that are creating great stuff that you can share with your audience as well and questions now this is especially important now so more than ever um, facebook has changed their kind of algorithms well they're forever changing their algorithms but post the whole uh, cambridge analytica scandal and all of that they really wanted to focus on facebook being a place where you see your friends and family's posts before company posts, before pages, before groups, right? So think about how you can speak to your audience like friends and family. 
So ask them stuff, engage them, reply. So, you know, rather than just saying, I'm doing this today, this is my new blog post, read it. You're saying, here's my new blog post. I wrote about this and I want, I'd love to know what your thoughts are too. Let me know in the comments. Something like that is a great way to just encourage people to respond to you. So any way you can cross these over, that example I just gave, for example, of a new blog post with a question at the end of that, of the, of the Facebook post, perfect. You know, you're sharing something of, of someone else, it's like other people's uh, blog posts or video, ask a question at the end of that as well. So you're constantly sharing useful stuff, but also asking people what they think, because people, you know, people still matter just because someone doesn't have a Facebook page or a website doesn't mean that their opinions aren't valid. So, you know, you want to know what other people think as well. When it comes then to deciding which to have a Facebook page or a Facebook group, well, I have both. In fact, I have multiple groups now and I manage all of them within Buffer, which is a great tool, by the way, to schedule your social media. And I kind of do recommend having both. So I think a page is almost like your presence and your group is your community. So they do serve a different purpose. But don't necessarily start with both a group and a page if that overwhelms you. You can, for sure, you can absolutely start and build both at the same time. But if you feel a bit like, whoa, one at a time, please, don't worry. You don't have to have both right now. And what's great about having both is that you can connect your pages to your groups and vice versa. So if someone finds your group, they'll see that you're interacting as your page. They'll click on that and then hopefully they would like your page. If someone comes across your page, they can see there's a linked group and then they can come and find your group as well, which is really helpful. And that is it for this episode, a quick introduction to the difference between Facebook groups and pages. So your action point for this episode then is to decide which option you're going to focus on, Facebook page, group, or both, and share it in, I know it's a bit funny, but share it in the Facebook group. <laughs> You've been enjoying Teach Languages Online, the podcast for online language teachers and budding ones too, brought to you by me, Lindsay Williams of Lindsay Does Languages. If you want more from me this episode, may I recommend the Online Teaching Marketing Masterclass, the online course from me to you, focusing on promoting your brand online when you don't know how. Find out more at lindsaydoeslanguages.com forward slash O-T-M-M. And remember, every fourth week, I'll be answering your questions right here on the show. So get in touch. Email me at lindsay, that's L-I-N-D-S-A-Y at doeslanguages.com. That's lindsay at doeslanguages.com. And you never know, it might just be your question I answer this month. You can find everything you need from this show over at lindsaydoeslanguages.com forward slash teach languages online. And that's it from me this week. I'll leave you with a little nugget of inspiration. Social media will help you build up loyalty of your current customers to the point that they willingly and for free tell others about you. That's from Bonnie Sainsbury. Have a great week and share this episode with a friend you know will love it too. I'll be back next week, same time, same place. Bye.